Hey out there to all people, and R.L. Stein's acting coach, this is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy that lives on Moss Avenue, reads saucy novels while he's cooking, loves terrible rabbit puns, would die for a bowl of strawberry ice cream, is obsessed with worms, he's the teacher's pet, a melon-loving major, a dog stew cooking, secretly alien, ducky dancing left-hander, a guy that can't start his day without a chocolate chip pancake and a nasty green sugar cookie, the guy who keeps his breath in a jar and builds stairways to nowhere, a tuna-surprising Bob Ross lookalike, this is the man who barely puts any pizza on his olives and loves to dream about ways to kill his friends. This is the guy who plays pranks on himself and practically jumps headfirst into a well. I'm talking about Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing so good, Brandon. I literally like forgot most of that shit. It's been so <laughs> fucking long since we started season two, and now we're finally done with it. Oh my god, this is the season that never ends. Except for it did end. Cause it did we're... end last week, and now, now we're going <laughs> to talk about the whole fucking thing again. Yes, we got to talk about the season that time forgot. Mm. That sounds like a Land Before Time subtitle. <laughs> it, it it probably is. Oh, man. We're going to get You sued. could probably say like any five combination of words and it's a Land Before Time sequel. <laughs> just statistically. Uh, Kay and Warren would know all about that. They've covered every single <laughs> Land Before Time episode on their podcast. I do not envy them, but also kind of I do because... I, I guess those are pretty sweet. I, I mean, loved, at least the first couple. I loved the first two, let's say. Yeah, same, same. So, how's your week been, man? It's been alright. I've been kind of sick this week, um, so I'm getting over that now. I know, right? It happened on Monday. It was bad. Um, We've had some really high winds here, and my roof fucking, like, is broken a little bit. So I gotta figure that out. I called an insurance. Let's get into the point. I called an insurance claim. (laughs) When I called them, I was like... You're going to need to help me through this because this is the most adult thing I've ever done. And then they laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> at you or with you? Oh, they, they did like, it with me. They made it fun. Yeah, we're going to get through this, Cortland. As fun as making a homeowner's insurance claim can be. <laughs> yeah. But man, that's the most boring thing I've said on this podcast. So we should yeah. I'm not going to be able to be up all night if we keep talking boring stories like that. Jesus. Oh, man. I know, right? I had to file my taxes. And <laughs> all, all right. Come on. <laughs> so, Brandon, what are we doing this week? Oh, well, actually, hold on. Let me go. Hi, Brandon. How are you doing this week? I'm all right. Oh, okay, cool. Anything sweet happen? <laughs> uh, I got some other stuff, actually. Oh, my God, Corlin. You're weak. <laughs> Was just... I know. All right. Our podcast turned three years old this week. Yesterday, actually. Holy shit. Dude, three fucking years. Can you believe it? Oh my god. That is so old. Our podcast is walking and talking and fucking eating grapes. They can eat a whole grape now. We don't have to cut We're it half of... anymore. We're finally out of the terrible twos, Cortland. <laughs> Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the terrible season twos. Uh, no, we're... That's... That's incredible. Um, when we started this thing, I was, I was really excited to start a podcast with you Yeah, and you know, I knew we would, uh, we would have a lot to talk about, but first of all, I didn't, 
I didn't think anyone would listen. I know. And then I thought we would eventually just like get bored and be like, all right, we're we're recording this for ourselves, basically. So Yeah. That's it. And now I get people on Instagram that are like, I love your show, and I'm like, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like literally each and every person that listens to the show, like I'm amazed you exist. We, we love you. <laughs> You're a miracle. You're great. You're really great. Um, <sighs> another thing happened this week. Gilbert Gottfried passed away, Brandon. So, oh man, this is a roller coaster, Cortland. It is. I know. It's only been five minutes. I mean, edit it down, Christ. it'll be like four. But, um, yeah, he passed away earlier this week. So on Wednesday, um, I did the normal watch party for the blob that ate everybody because that was the episode mm-hmm. that released on Tuesday. And then I did a um, a showing of Station 109.1, and it had a pretty good turnout uh, on Instagram. I do live watch parties Wednesdays nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. So join us. Join I us. I would love to join you. Well, you're at work, so. Yeah. Um, I think you should just be like, hey, customer, can you shut up? I'm trying to listen to this watch party. Just do that. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'll try it. Okay. That is, that is a good episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Gilbert Gottfried killed it. He was so funny. I was like, damn, he just went for it, and I love and it. And the best part is when he, like, goes from his normal Gilbert Gottfried voice to just <laughs> smooth talking It's so good. Radio. Yeah. It's so good. He makes so many good jokes in the episode. Like, he, he was really great in it. And uh, I miss him, Brandon. I miss him. I miss Louis Anderson, uh, Bob Saget, Betty White. It's been Norm a year. Donald. It's been, a it's, it's been uh, pretty bad for comedy this year. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we're still here. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. Right. The kings of comedy. Still Nothing. at it. <laughs> oh, we're still funny. Okay. Well, anyway, what are we doing this week, Brandon? Uh, this week, Cortland. Doozy. This week, we're looking back at all the years of season two of Goosebumps. Oh, boy. It's been our longest season yet. Yeah, by far. That's at minimum double. We did two seasons of Are You Afraid of the Dark in one. I mean, even season one of Goosebumps wasn't this long. No. Yeah, this is this has been a journey. I, I thought it would never end. <laughs> oh, I went bald during it. <laughs> I don't have any hair anymore. Shoot. I've aged six years. It feels like we've traveled forward in time a bit. Mm-hmm. This, this season's like a time capsule. But we're back, Brandon. We're better than ever. And oh, we got of course. some some great viewings of our boy. He was uh, prominent in a few episodes for uh, like two minutes total each. Um, yeah, and and there was some good good in season two. There was some bad, and we'll totally talk about that. But first, we got first. some questions. Brandon. Yeah. ask us. I demanded people. I said, people, ask us whatever you want to ask us, and they delivered. Well, that's good. I like yeah. when people do what you demand of them. I commanded them. I said, folks, peasants, <laughs> ask us your questions. We want to answer them live, kind of, on a podcast. Yes. Live at some point. You'll hear it later. It's live for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you, I got some questions here. Do you want to help me answer them? Yeah, that's what we're okay. here for. All right. It's the reason for this episode, mostly. So, let's go ahead and get into it. I have a couple of questions. I'm going to start with the ones that people uh, sent me through email. PrivateIslandPresents at gmail.com. You can send me anything. I will probably open it, unless it's a link to a virus or something. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't send him anything. (laughs) 
So first up is our boy. He says, hey, it's your boy, Spongy slash Thomas. He is the one on Twitter who, when we release a new episode, he'll listen to what we have to say, which is great. And then he will tell me how it changes from the book adaptation to the TV adaptation. So I love that. Amazing. He is one of my favorite parts. Uh, Going in and reading all the differences is really fun. So he emailed in and he asks, Of the Goosebumps you haven't read, either at all or in ages, which one would you most want to fully read? Can be outside of the ones that got adapted for TV. Hmm. Uh, Yeah. So let me see here. Off of the top of my head, I know I read... The one where he turns into a bee. What's that called? My beeist adventure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get shrunk. What was that one called? Let's get I'm, bee. I'm, uh, why I'm afraid know. of Why I'm afraid of bees. I think it's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. I remember specifically reading some of that one, if not all of it, back in third grade, and I don't think I liked it. Um, but I would love to see it adapted into a TV episode because that I would, would be stupid. I would just love to see like the cover recreated. That's all I want. Yeah, give me my Harry's Adventure with that cover, but do it with the B one. Yeah. I think they, you know what, Brandon? I think they did make it into a, a movie. It's called, uh, it's got Jerry Seinfeld in it. The one where the bee has the bee sex movie? with the woman. Yeah, the bee movie. There we go. What about you? Okay. What, what um, would you want to see? Well, I don't think they made this one into an episode, but uh, Egg Monsters from Mars. Oh, yeah. They didn't? Because I they would have. I don't know. I don't know all the episodes. Well, I'm sure it's got aliens in it, because it says it does. So that's a very typical uh, R.L. Stein right there. Yeah, I just feel like it would be a, it came from beneath the sink, kind of just ridiculous. I don't see how it couldn't be. Yeah, I mean, egg monsters? Fucking R.L. Stein, are you kidding me? Yeah, seriously. Um, he also asks, what are some other books and series from your childhood you remember fondly? It's hmm, a good question. Um, I read Harry Potter back in fifth grade, but that's like a gimme. I can't say that. I did read some of the Chronicles of Narnia. I remember did really you? liking the did first. You like them? I I read the first three, um, and then after that, I was kind of like, there's hey. more than three. There's like seven, dude. <laughs> like seven books. Do you remember Bonicula? I never yeah. read those, but I remember them. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... I really liked uh, Benicula and the Celery Stalks at Midnight. Those were good books. Uh, I think I've said it before on the podcast, but I, I really liked the uh, Encyclopedia Brown series. Yeah. And then DJ McHale ended up doing uh, the directing for those, so that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. The connections, the layers, Brandon. You know, this wasn't when I was a kid, but when I was in high school, I read the series of Unfortunate Events from Lemony Snicket. Um, those were really good surprisingly yeah i remember you reading those really fun really fun um i really can't think of anything specific remember i used to try and get you to read shit books remember that one that was like the face on the milk carton that you wanted that i read and i was like brandon you should read this and then you like destroyed it or something yeah i read it and i was like why did you tell me to read this like <laughs> what is, what is this one of the fun ones that i remember is that you got a copy of the stand and we looked at it because this book is fucking massive. This book is like 1,500 pages or something. It's gigantic. And there was a picture at the very end of like what we thought was zombies, Brandon. We thought it was zombies. So mm-hmm. you read it and then you were like, okay, there's no zombies, but this book's incredible. So you have to read it. And then I read that humongous book and it was great. I loved it. Yeah. 
It took me a like a long ass time to get through that book, and I read it all based entirely uh-huh. on a little illustration in the back that sort of kind of looked like zombies, and that's all it took it for me great. to want to read anything back then. It was such a good book, though. I'm really yeah, glad we read it. It was worth it. And then I read it, and I made you read it, and oh, that book was so good too. Yeah, no zombies, but still great. <sighs> There's a mummy in there. Spoilers, but uh, you know. That mummy zombie debate. We could go on for ages. Next question. Which actor from Goosebumps would you most want to talk to if you could? Hmm. R.L. Stein. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Other than R.L. Stein, of course. Um, hmm. Uh, I think Carly Beth would be really fun to talk to. A.K.A. Yeah. Catherine Long. Catherine Long. She, she, seems, she seems lovely. Um, I mean, this barely counts, but okay. I'd say Colin Mockery. <laughs> right, that, that does very Famous count. Goosebumps right. actor. Uh, yeah, Colin Mockery would be good. Uh, the girl that played um, Shayna in Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns, I think she seems like a really cool person. She did, if I'm remembering right, she did the voice of Sapphire in Steven Universe, which I love Steven Universe, so she'd be really cool to talk to. Hmm. Let's be honest, though. I would take anybody I could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder at this point how much uh, someone like Hayden Christensen remembers about recording or filming something like a Goosebumps or an Are You Afraid of the Dark, like, considering his entire career. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd still like to talk with him, though, about it. I'd be like, remember that one time you presented your butt to a dummy and it spanked you, essentially, (laughs) with its foot? Tell me more. (laughs) Tell me everything. You'd be like, whew. That was take number 73. Is that how you got casted as Anakin? Tell me more. (laughs) We have some more questions here. Next one's come from Rachel. She says, hey, it's me, your girl. I love when people say, why do we have such a, ah, I love it. I like to think that we invented that, you know, or made (laughs) it popular. I mean, we certainly didn't, but (laughs) yeah, what a lovely thought. I love it. She wants to know, compare twist endings from Goosebumps to Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which do you okay. think has better twists, and did any of them blow you away? Questions. All right. Well, first of all, every twist in Goosebumps is they're actually aliens. <laughs> so yep. Yep. I feel like that, by default, makes Are You Afraid of the Darks better. I think so, too. Um, by blow me away, um, I mean, Camp Nightmare blew me away with just how ridiculous it was, because, like... This is a government testing facility. And by the way, we're aliens. And it's like, huh? I guess that kind of blew me away. That, it's just dumb. Yes. That's the problem with it. Um, I say, like, anything that has a dark ending is kind of, is really good to see. Um, so things like Ghost Beach, where pretty much the kids are dead, you know? There was one recently that was dark. Oh, you know what one really did blow me away a little bit, though? What? Calling all creeps. Um, I... That one's just like, I can't believe they went there. Yeah. Blew me away. I was blown away. I'm going to say that Are You Afraid of the Dark? Well, I mean, which ones would you say really have a twist ending? The one that immediately comes to mind is Tale of the Chameleons. Okay. I'd say The Tale of the Dream Girl. If I wasn't, like, already presented with the idea of, like, hey, this is, like, The Sixth Sense, I would have watched it and be like, Oh, wow, that was actually really well done, and so I didn't good. expect it. 
I was driving home from work the other day, and I was just thinking about the tale of the dream girl when he's in the bowling alley, and that girl is like, strike, baby! And he's like, oh my god, trains! And I'm just like, I don't know what happened there, but I loved it. <laughs> I just like to yell, strike! <laughs> Rachel also says, welcome to Dead House was great, right? It was. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite episode this season? Well, we'll talk about that one in a little bit, so I'm going to hold off on that question because we get asked it a couple of times on Instagram, too. Her third question, how does it feel to be so cool? Hmm. It's tough. It, it's a tough life. Yeah, I wouldn't know. How is it, Cortland? <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> pretty awesome. Dang. Yeah. I'm going to have to try it sometime. Well, takes a lot of work, but you can get there, too. Thanks, All man. right. We have a couple more questions from Twitter here. One's from Matt. He says, if monster blood is green and human blood is red, what color does that make mutant blood? Purple. Purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. There's another one. Raul says, which Are You Afraid of the Dark actor that's also in Goosebumps is your favorite? Also, did you like their Goosebumps performance better or Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, one comes to mind one. really well. Catherine Locke, which uh, I liked her in Goosebumps a little better than in The Tale of the Walking Shadow. Yeah. The one that comes to mind immediately for me is the kid that played Buzz in Tale of the Phantom Cab, who also played uh, one of the ghosts or whatever in Tale of the, or The Haunted Hole. Oh my god, I can't talk. Andrew? I'm not cool. Yeah, he played Andrew in The Headless Ghost. I loved him as Andrew in The Headless Ghost. Like, he he blew up. He was great. If there's, like, a award for, like, the biggest difference, then good lord. It's yeah. that guy. He was a fantastic actor in that episode. Uh, with Are You Afraid of the Dark, he was easily one of the worst, I think. So, like, no offense, but, like, damn, you, you grew up and you were great. Uh, I don't think you can really take offense with uh, someone saying, like... <laughs> with compliments? You, yeah, you got so much better at your craft. First use was shit, and now you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's move on to Instagram, because we got a couple of questions from there. I did save them, so let's see here. Matt, again, uh, same Matt that was on Twitter, he asks, what's your opinion on fortune cookies? <laughs> He's obsessed with misfortune cookies. Um, right, it's great. Well, they're, they're, the concept of fortune cookies is kind of soured for me now because of mm. the tale of misfortune cookie. That's a, that's a shame. And here's the thing. I like fortune cookies i like eating them i think they're tasty okay the fortunes inside are just too uninterestingly vague for me to care about well how fucking freaked out would you be if it was like brandon don't get in that cab like (laughs) you know that would be awesome because i'd be like whoa You would be like, whoa, instead of a fortune cookie, this is a misfortune cookie. I'd and be sitting in the cab I'd eating run the up cook cookie you. like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so I used to go out to uh, a Chinese restaurant with my mom when I was little. Like every Tuesday, I think we would go out and we'd get it. And I used to be like shy about reading the fortune out loud. And I'd be like, I'm going to read it myself, mom. And she'd be like, and then I'd hand it to her and she could read it because I was nervous or whatever. Uh, I'm clearly not anymore. <laughs> so I like to crack open the cookies and read the fortune, even if they are kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. My daughter got, had one the last time we had fortune cookies that like it wasn't a fortune and it wasn't you know hope for the future or anything it was just like a straight up burn <laughs> i was like what the <laughs> hell is this it was just like 
you've got to be a better person or something like that. You're, you're not very good. You're kind of shit lately. You need to step up your game. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the hell? It's weird. My my last one just said, remember to tip your server. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you walked out of there and said, nope. I was like, not going to do it now. No, I always... I will take the bad karma. I always tip my server. Um... Next one comes from Mr. Normal123. He wants to know if we're going to eventually go over the new Disney Goosebumps series. The the one that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Well, I don't want to commit to anything, but yeah, of course. Yeah, someday. Same, same. It's going to be weird because not only do we have Are You Afraid of the Dark Season 3 that's in production right now, uh, that we'll have to eventually swing back to, but mm-hmm. there's a new Goosebumps series. So everything we touch gets revived. So basically we're necromancers, which is fine. I'm cool with that. Um, it's just finding the time for it because I really like the way we're doing it where we're kind of like dedicated to what we're doing. And then I don't know, it's never really happened. I mean, it happened a little bit when we were back in season two of Are You Afraid of the Dark where we kind of were like, okay, we're going to cover it, but we'll get back to it. So we'll see what happens really because I'm excited to move on to whatever we move on to next eventually because we're over halfway done with Goosebumps. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see here. Derek. Derek is one of our newer fans. He, um, has like bed through the podcast um really great guy he comments all the time on instagram he wants to know what our favorite episode of are you afraid of the dark is i think at the time he wasn't past season seven yet and i'm not sure if he listens to these episodes or not we did cover our favorite episodes of are you afraid of the dark back then but just as a recap um i think my top three would be night shift dark music and dead man's float maybe i think mine was probably uh dark music night shift and silent servant oh my god yeah you and your fucking scarecrow. I love scarecrows. It's not too weirdo. <laughs> Those are the ones I have saved. So let's go into Instagram and check out the ones that I got from yesterday. My wife, she sent us some questions on Instagram. She's got four of them. I don't, she was struggling to come up with them. So great job, Kimmy. Uh, first one. Who is your favorite Seinfeld character? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. My wife and I are currently watching through Seinfeld. We're in, towards the end of season three right now. Let me go first, Brandon. My favorite character okay. is Elaine. I yeah. love Elaine. I, f- I figured it would be. She's so funny. I can't her remember. facial expressions are great. I love her. Are, are George's parents They're not in, in it the show yet. yet? Oh, man. Not yet. Are they your Dude. favorite? More specifically, his dad, Frank. But, <laughs> but yeah. I have seen the actors George's parents that play are the best. I love it. And speaking of, because it literally like just happened, the woman who plays Jerry's mom just died. Oh no, I love her too. Yeah, she was like 93, so... Oh, she lived a good life. She got to be on Seinfeld, that's awesome. Kim also wants to know who your favorite and least favorite Disney villain is and why. Ooh, okay. Um, Least favorite would probably just be some character from some movie i've only seen like once and don't care about like um mm-hmm. the great mouse detective or okay. the black cauldron or whatever it's called have you seen the black cauldron brandon maybe once like okay. 25 years ago it's boring hot take it's boring so one of those trash villains <laughs> okay well who's your favorite the favorite oh so many good ones there's so many good ones um I mean, it, it it would definitely be one from the like Renaissance in the '90s because that's oh yeah, that's peak Disney for me. So Jafar, Scar, mm-hmm. it'd probably be one of them. I agree with you. Um, 
My least favorite is probably the fat guy from Pocahontas. <laughs> I don't even know his name. <laughs> yeah, what is his name? I don't know. He's got a pug for a dog, so it kind of boosts him up a little bit in my book, but still, he's lame. Uh, favorite, I gotta say, you know, Jafar's great. I love Ursula. She's fantastic. Mm, yeah. Um, Scar's, of course, great. Um, yeah, I mean, there's... I feel like I'm lame for saying those, but they're really, really great villains. What's the dude from uh, The Hunchback at Notre Dame? Um, I don't know. What is his name? Starts with an F, I think. Furlo. Frollo. Frollo. I think it's Frollo. Maybe. I don't know. He's Somebody good. Somebody can correct me. He's good, too. Yeah. Um, She wants to know. She's got four questions here. Third one. What's the most adultiest thing that you've had to do without an adultier adult's help? Well, I just said it. I made a, a homeowner's insurance claim. We're not going to get back into that. That's boring. Mm-hmm. But probably buying a house, I think, is for me. That's pretty adult. Uh, immigrating to another country, I'd say. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, if you, I think if that's you had told adult. me, If you had told me, like, ten years ago that uh, I would be here in Australia, I'd be like, no, I'm not. You'd be like, like fuck you, what? Portland. <laughs> Yeah, I would. Ah, you would too, you asshole. No, those are really great. Um, last question from Kim. What is your Hogwarts house? Do you agree with it, and would you change it? She likes Harry Potter. Uh, do I agree with it? Is that like, is there like an objective? Well, there's a quiz on Pottermore where you can take, and it'll tell you what house you're in. I think okay. I got Hufflepuff, which I agree with, but I'd I'd rather be in a different one. I haven't taken it, but I feel like I would be Ravenclaw. Oh, you're such a smarty. Of course you would be in Ravenclaw. I'm in Hufflepuff because I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> you strike me as a Hufflepuff, though. Mm, I would rather be in Slytherin. I like green. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an asshole. So. You don't have what it takes for Slytherin. Oh, you bitch. You were such a Ravenclaw. <laughs> um, we got some more. Let me pull them up here. Pumpkin Spice 2022. They want to know, what's the best Sonic the Hedgehog character? <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a lot of them, surprisingly. Yeah, you remember Cream most people the Bunny? know like three or four of them, but there's like fifty of them. But we know them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite's always been Tails. Okay, that's uh, that's good. Tails is good. Uh, yeah. I love his uh, his pun name, Miles Prower. That's, Me, too. Me too. I always thought that was clever. Well, mine's not one of the more obscure characters either. I like Knuckles. But of course you do. Here's the thing. I like Knuckles before he could talk because I hate <laughs> I hate all the Knuckles. You don't like uh, Sonic Adventure 2's Knuckles rap? No. I don't. I was like Weird. in like I've seen things recently where Knuckles is like a meathead like fucking hey Sonic let's go bash up the enemies, eh? <laughs> but in my head Knuckles is like cool yeah knuckles Playing is sonic great. 3 i was like man knuckles is cool he is pumpkin spice also wants to know why did they make an elvis digimon i don't have an answer for that i'm sorry i don't oh. know Tra- translation issues i don't know do you remember that elvis digimon of course i do okay <laughs> i don't I know remember- what the fuck happened to him because I, I skipped re- that episode <laughs> i remember it because that's specifically when i stopped liking digimon <laughs> It's because yeah. of that Digimon. I, I was like all in on Digimon. And then that fucking thing came up and he was like, hey, everybody, I'm the king of Digimon. And I was like, well, no, fuck you're not. this show. 
Yeah. Digimon's weird because they had a really cool villain for the first season, and then we got this Elvis monstrosity, and then we got another really cool villain after it. So I just kind of like tuned out the whole Elvis part of it and then kind of went on after that. Pumpkin Spice wants to know, vampires playing baseball, yay or nay? Oh man, I know all about vampire baseball. Tell me more. Well, I mean... They do it. I watched watched Twilight. (laughs) I watched Twilight and I saw them play baseball. And uh, they played it to a Muse song, which they don't deserve. Can't go wrong there. Um, I play baseball to Muse all the time. Not really, but I would. I don't know. It's it seems stupid that they would play baseball <laughs> or go outside and do anything. But what do I know? I don't know anything about vampires. That's fine. We'll just go with the next question. All Matt right. Povia wants to know what's your favorite movie, and is it also the movie you've seen the most times? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie. It's gonna be a zombie one. Either Dawn of the Dead original or Day of the Dead original is probably my favorite. Um, but no, the movie that I've seen the most times is probably Jumanji or Matilda because every time they come on the screen, I watch the whole thing. They're great movies. So good. I don't know. I like a lot of movies that I would say are like my favorite movie depending on the day, but the movie that like brings me the most joy to watch is Scott Pilgrim. Oh, what a good movie. It's just so good. So much fun. That's that's one of those fun movies. It's the funnest movie I've ever seen. And it's like, I've probably seen it like five times, but the movie I've seen the most would probably be some Disney movie that I watched a million times as a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, it was Peter Pan for me, which, you know, Um, I had a VHS copy of Toy Story that uh, somebody... We had a, a kid that we would like babysit, and she watched it so many times that my VHS broke of it. So, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, let's see here, Mister Normal One Two Three. They want to know what's next after you finish Goosebumps. We're still unsure on what we're gonna do next, but we have a couple of ideas in mind. It'll be a horror anthology show. Yeah, probably not a children's horror anthology show though. Just you know, because there's not a whole lot of them. Yeah, the thing, the criteria we have is that it has to be available for me digitally because I need to be able to pull clips from it to incorporate into the podcast. So that's kind of like the standard that I have. So we have some things that we have next that we have available to do that with. Um, so we'll probably go with one of those, but we'll see what happens. Nostalgic Millennial Podcast wants to know, did you ever play the Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure books? Do you have any memories or thoughts about them? I did. I remember reading them. I don't remember anything about them same so that's not a very interesting answer i'm sorry yeah that's okay i remember doing a couple of them and just getting really frustrated because i'd have to like put my finger on this page so i could go to the next one and if it ended in a bad ending or if like one of the choices because sometimes like you would make a choice and then like six pages later you'd get your ending and i'd be like god damn i can't go back that far so i just get mad at them yeah you need quick loading i've never been able to complete one fully i remember going through one that was like you go to, like, a vampire's haunted house, and you have to do, like, a scavenger hunt or something. Um, I could never finish that one. There was another one where you were, like, in a mall, one that closed, and, like, backpacks would strangle you for some reason. So, I'm not good at them. Never been able to finish one. Um, I even have one that I got for my son that has, like, eight or something different endings, and, like, half of them are bad. And I struggled to get to the good ones for that. And it's for, like, a child that is learning to read. So, no, I'm not good at any of them. Uh, it looks like that is actually our last question. What? 
I know. We got a lot Thank of you, everybody, said. for the questions. Yeah, really appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. A, a wide variety of uh, topics. Love it. That's why I said, ask us anything your heart desires, and we will Literally answer Literally anything. Except for the questions that I might have forgotten. So sorry if we didn't get to them. My apologies. But we got to move on, Brandon. Um, I'm thinking we're going to be doing a giveaway this season. I haven't gotten it started yet, but uh, I'll add in the winner of that giveaway right now. Hey, you guys. We had a ton of entries for this giveaway today. So I ended up picking three winners. So the winners are going to be Sarah, our patron, at BroYeahNice on Twitter, and Derek on Instagram. Thank you so much for entering in to win. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay. So curated items are on their way to you. All right. <sighs> now, I mean, reason, reason for the, the season. season. Season two of Goosebumps, Cortland. Yeah. What should we start off with? Uh, oh, dude, we, I don't know. We don't have to do the prepared. best. No. This is all basically improv. <laughs> <laughs> so... Maybe we'll just start off uh, with a big one. Okay. Looking back on the season, all 50 episodes or whatever. Yeah. Who do you think are uh, some of the best heroes, main characters? Hold on. I have to bring up a list of Goosebumps episodes for season two to see what we even watched. I do have a little list I made earlier, if that would help you. Yeah, you can send it to me. Okay. So I didn't do any preparation. So. <laughs> This is our week off, essentially, you guys. <laughs> I know, it's so good. I, like, woke up in a panic, like, oh my god, I haven't written my notes. And then I was like, oh, I don't have to. Oh, and then that wave of relief flashed through you and but, you said, ah, But I also, I also, like, woke up because Zoe came into the room this morning and she was like, it's Easter tomorrow, but I didn't hear the tomorrow part. And I was, like, half asleep and I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Did we forget no. to do everything? I didn't do Easter eggs. Fuck. <laughs> did nothing. That's awesome. Um, okay. I do see your list, and it's excellent. Um, so I got to say, first of, first and foremost, I don't think she's technically a hero, but she's my hero. And I think we both know who it is. It's Courtney from You Can't Scare Me. Probably my favorite character from season two. Just overall? Yeah. She was great. Loved her. Yeah. I'd say she's the best side character in the season yeah uh hat and eddie i like how you have heroes with a question mark because they suck so uh <laughs> hero wise um gotta give it to probably i don't know amanda and josh from dead house they were pretty great i mean they were pretty good great uh they cared about when their dog ran away which gets big points for me because yeah, that goes a long way evan uh from monster blood just seemingly hated his dog <laughs> throughout the entire two episodes and uh yeah he loses points for that i really liked the the like trio of carly beth and chuck and sabrina from the haunted really mask too iconic i liked chuck being on the you know on the side of the good people amos crawley or whatever his name is fantastic actor it's a good actor i like him yeah. um i gotta give it to max from let's get invisible <laughs> that kid Liked him a lot. His facial expressions were fantastic. Uh, just really <laughs> like, fun episode. I like the evil version of him a lot more. It's so funny, yes. I like the gif I made of him that, looking like oh Goofy after he got smooched by a milkman. But <laughs> That was perfect. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Jeff from Don't Wake Mummy was... He had a lot of character development, which I appreciated. Yeah. 
he was just kind of a scaredy cat at the beginning, and he vanquished evil by the end. He was a little bit annoying. <laughs> okay, Brandon, I gotta stop you for a second here. Night of Living Dummy 3, you have Mom as the hero and everyone else as the villain? <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? No. <laughs> she did make that delicious dinner that got fucked up. She All she tried to do was like make Zane feel comfortable and fit in with the family and everyone else was just trying to fuck over everyone else (laughs) i love it uh yeah other than that i mean that's i gotta say samantha from be careful what you wish for was really really well that was a really strong episode yeah uh, especially for a season one starter or season two starter and then it kind of went downhill a little bit from there (laughs) yeah that's one that like I might forget about in a list of like episodes that I really liked just because we watched it so long ago, but that really is a really strong episode. It's got a great hero, a very good villain, and one of the best side characters in the season. Oh my god. When she popped up behind the tree and in her house and everything. Like that episode just was the episode that kept on giving and I loved yeah. it. So uh I'd say we that's a pretty good uh, cross-section of the best heroes of the season. Now, Cortland, who do you think are the worst protagonists in Season 2? The problem with Season 2 is that we've had a lot of really bad protagonists. Um, not only did we have Go Eat Worms with essentially the worst hero, I mean, in very big quotes, Todd. He was basically mm-hmm. the villain of the episode, and we kind of had to be with him the whole time. That's probably my worst villain, or sorry, worst hero is Todd. Yeah. Todd, wow, what an asshole. Uh, just mm-hmm. animal abuser. That's all you Terrible. really need. Terrible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> person. Will be a serial killer someday, yes. Um, another really bad one for me, Skipper. I didn't like Skipper at all. <laughs> from from the Mass Mutant. Mm. I mean, Attack of the Mutant. Yeah, I didn't like him either. And he's not, like, as uh, outrageously bad or, like, actively bad as Todd. <laughs> because... He's not out there, like, hurting people. He's just fucking annoying and stupid. Yeah. Another shit heroes, um, Hat and Eddie from You Can't Scare mm-hmm. Me. They sucked. They really did. It was, a, it was a rough couple of episodes for us, you guys. Yeah. I, I, felt the, I felt like the episode wanted us to be on their side and be annoyed by Courtney, but exactly the opposite happened. Mm-hmm. And I think that must be, like, an age thing. I think we would be more on, like, San, uh, Hat and Eddie's side if we were younger. Oh, but sure. You we're more like mature. We're more... We're Courtney's now, so... <laughs> we grew up into Courtney's. <laughs> um, kind of a positive thing, you know, going back to Heroes. Drew from Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns was great. Again, I'd love to talk with her. Super and, Drew, uh, she's, yeah. She's fantastic. Um, yeah. Ricky from... Calling All Creeps is an interesting one because yeah. when the episode started off, I was like, this guy sucks. He was sneaking into the computer room to change some girl's, you know, assignment or the newspaper article. And it was like, look at this asshole. Like, we're supposed to be on his side. And then we find out that, you know, he's not as bad as he first appeared. And that other chick really did suck. But then at the very end of the episode, he does go bad. And it's like, Oh, he's right. well, Yeah. He tried and he gave a face up. Face turn quickly. and then another heel turn. 
really good. Very much, very, very fun to see like the twists and turns on that episode. I think that's all I want to talk about with heroes. Yeah, the villains are usually more interesting. Yeah, more colorful. We could talk about Evan, Conan, Julia, and Curtis from Monster Blood and more Monster Blood, but meh. Like they were just fine, I guess. Yeah. What a a weird episode. I like that episode because it it has like a lot of character, but eh, (laughs) like you said. (laughs) All right, so. Who do you think are some of the best villains in season um, two? I'm just going to say my favorite villain of season two, if you don't mind me spoiling here. Go right Agnes ahead. Thurston from Welcome to Dead House. <laughs> she's a a dark horse favorite. She's great. I love... She did, She was just acted really well from her... Just like the, the cues she was given where she like stopped and stared at the... Um, the ugly wreath like that's exactly what i would do if i see that in somebody's house and it was just chilling on the mantle or whatever i'd be like so anyway uh you know like i'd be like what the fuck is that anyone in your house girl like get that out <laughs> and then her laugh her evil laugh when she does turn into the zombie villain that's yeah. just iconic uh i'll just get this out of the way so we continue on and give my obligatory the scarecrows were cool <laughs> uh, i liked the scarecrows all right. So, other than that, uh, I thought the, the the swamp monster from How to Kill a Monster, the chicken-looking oh, right. thing, looked yeah. cool. It did, yeah. Really cool. I love the practical effects on that. I loved it while it just, like, ate the gumbo and it stopped to scream a couple of times and then it would eat more gumbo. Really oh, it good. It screamed so much. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Godzilla screaming motherfucker. <laughs> Can we talk about Count Nightwing? Count Nightwing for a second, because I oh, feel like we're, getting we're just into not shittest going to. villains. Now? <laughs> he was something else. What a fucking terrible vampire! Like he wakes up and he's like, "Oh, where's my teeth? Where's my breath?" Oh my god, uh, such a mess! I can't handle two children. Like, <laughs> just he sucks all around. Yeah, he does. Oh, but man. you know what? Villain sucks more. Tell me. Me now. The masked mutant. Oh, yes, he does. What a disappointing villain! Like that could have been a villain that was actually really cool, like a super villain, comic book super villain in a realistic world. But no, he's just—he's like a shit version of the mask. Yep, and <laughs> he's just—you want to know the worst part about him though? What is that he had like these cosmic powers and stuff? Mm-hmm. He chose to chose to transform himself as a little girl to gain the trust of the hero of the story, and um, didn't really do anything with it. Like he spent way more time as a girl than he did as the masked mutant, and it was <laughs> yeah. weird, very yes. weird. Uh, don't know what that says about him. Um, I, I like know. the part where he turned into a chair so that the other hero, the galloping gazelle, would sit on him. <laughs> <laughs> And he yeah, was so obsessed he, with that, like, hook crane thing. Creep. I don't know. <laughs> Overall, I don't know what that was doing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's about all you can say is, like, uh, I'm not sure what he was going for, but I don't think it was on the up and up. One of the things that surprised me about Headless Ghost was how many villains there were in it. Because we got Seth, who was like, oh, this tragic boy who got his head ripped off. And mm-hmm. then, like, how much of an asshole he ended up being. I thought for sure that um, 
Oh, no, that was Andrew that got his head ripped off. Andrew. I thought for sure he would try to help the kids out, but no, he was like, you're going to fucking die now, and I'm going to love it and watch the whole thing happen. Just a house full of villains that um, yeah. I really enjoy. Turns out it's ghosts all the way down. Mm-hmm. From Otto to Seth to Andrew, probably some more that weren't in the episode, but were in the book. Really great stuff. Yeah. I need to talk about Shauna and Shayna. Is that who they were? The Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns? Uh, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. You put villains pumpkins. I think it was Shauna and Shayna, right? Shauna and... I don't remember. Anyway, how much of a fucking asshole do you have to be to be like, yeah, we're your buddies, but don't get fat or I'm gonna fucking eat you. Like... <laughs> yeah, that is weird. We also had Tabitha, who we didn't talk about. Loved Tabitha. Yeah, really great Tabitha's actress. great. Um, old man from Haunted Mask 2. Uh, what was his name? Chuck and Steve. Steve. Um, really great job on that one. I like the part where he went up to those boys and was like, hurry, take my clothes off, young boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is this smelly old drunk? Get out of here. <laughs> really, really great. And then I don't think we can't mention Slappy because he was in the season. Yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about him, but... You know, he's slappy. He does a slappy thing, but just disappointed yeah. that when he when he's a young, like when he's just a, a person in a slappy costume, it doesn't look as good. No, I wish he was a puppet the whole time. I just got to say, Brandon, I love that for the blob that ate everybody, you listed Dad as a villain. <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit off. I think we can both agree. I just watched the episode again on Wednesday, and I, every time Dad popped on the screen, I was just like. What is your deal, Dad? What the fuck is going on in your mind right now? He's like, where's Alex? You want to invite Alex over? What's going on with Alex? Tell tell the mom that she's spending the night tonight now. Call Alex up right now. Have her for dinner right now. (laughs) It's a bit much. It is. Bad hair day. The flamenco. (laughs) El Sydney. He's such a forgettably bad villain <laughs> he's just so i uh oh man there's a part of me that loves him and i don't know why he sucks as the rabbit and then when he turns into the person and he's like a bad beetlejuice a nerd <laughs> like he sucks more <laughs> i don't know there's something about him i kind of love him don't know why and i don't think we should talk about it anymore <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh, man. Sam and Louisa from Ghost Beach. Terrible actors. Very much so, yes. That's, That's all I want to say about that. say about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's next? Um, it's the best and worst. Uh, I mean, side characters we kind of already talked about. Any favorite lines from season two of Goosebumps? I got a couple. I, I can't remember of most of the lines. Most of mine come from Welcome to Dead House, where... Okay. Um, where Josh, like, scrounges through a box and then drops some money and he goes, Oh, fuck yeah, money! <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I also gotta say, at the end, the very last scene of the zombies running at them when he goes, I'm hungry! I say that every single day. I love it. Yeah. Dead House uh, gave a lot. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Just, like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. It's not so much a line, but just to be careful what you wish for with Clarissa being, like, obsessed with Samantha. Loved every oh. second of it. Yeah. That. Wait. Yes. Judith. Judith. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Judith being obsessed with Samantha was really fantastic. Yeah, that that makes her one of my favorite characters of the season. <laughs> so good. She did a great job at being a mean girl and also an obsessive psycho. It was perfect. I, In the same episode. Really great stuff. Love to see it. Um, what else? What else? We haven't talked about Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes at all. <laughs> What's to talk about? I don't know. Nothing? <laughs> uh, there's gnomes. They come alive. Uh, Major McCall, like, I don't like him. Nah, he sucks. So, and he's he's very prominent in the episode. Yeah. What do you think, Monster Blood villain-wise? I know we're kind of jumping a little bit here, but um, what was her name? Sarah Beth? How'd yeah. you feel about her? Uh, I thought she was shit. Damn, She okay. just, like, hangs around as a cat. And then becomes a human, and then like two minutes later, she's being eaten by goo. Her own goo. Yeah, she's not great. She's not no, very good at being she's a villain. she's very terrible at what she does. I do love how in more Monster Blood, they don't even fucking utter her name. <laughs> no. It's like, it's like a totally separate thing. I wonder if that's how it is in the books, too. If, if Sarah Beth is in the book, the first book, and then they're like, okay, fuck her. It's all about the Monster Blood. Yeah. She's she's not interesting. Not even a little bit. That giant dog was cool though. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It looked like it, it didn't look terrible. It looked kind of like shit a bit, but I don't know. I thought it looked really good. I like the part where it barks and it blows her hair back. <laughs> <laughs> she got barked to death, okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Clifford the big red dog barked her into some goo. Oh, man, what a way to go. Well, should we talk about our faves and least faves? I think... I think we're up to that point. Okay. Alright, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to do top three, bottom three? So, the problem with Goosebumps Season 2 is that we've been doing it forever that I feel like it would take forever for us to rank them, and I don't think I can accurately rank them. I know what sucked, and I know what was really good. So I think we should just do, like, a top and bottom. Okay, well, let's start with the bottom. Okay. And uh, let's start with the worst. The worst, worst episode. <laughs> the worst of the worst. Yeah. I think we both know which one it is. Do we? Is it Go Eat Worms? I'm just quickly looking over the list again. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Go Eat Worms. <laughs> That's the worst. That's the My Hairiest Adventure of season yeah. two. I would rather actually watch My Hairiest Adventure again um, than Go Eat Worms again. Probably just because the acting is so bad. Lily's actress (laughs) makes that episode a little bit better than it would be otherwise. It makes it so funny. Yeah. Harry Larry. The part where he's like, he jumps out the window because he doesn't want to eat the tapioca. Like, (laughs) it's just. Smacks corn out of people's hands. Like, that 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 part's so funny. That whole scene is outrageous. And Go Eat Worms doesn't have anything like that. No, Goat Worms is just kind of boring, and then it we does have... have a giant worm out of nowhere, and then True. it's gone. Yes, it's still alive, but we don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, it's like the only interesting thing to happen, and it just kind of appears, and then it's just done. In, I gotta say, according to the director of Goat Worms, um, I did see somebody asked him on Twitter, like, what's the implications of Todd getting ripped into the water, and mm-hmm. um, the director said that Todd's dead. <laughs> okay good that's good yeah. <laughs> I, i'm not upset about that in the least Nah, me neither go for it 
Okay. God's a menace um, to society. What would you say is the second? Are we going to count two parters? Can we just? Are we going to lump two parters in? Two parters are one episode for the purposes okay. of this. All right. Well, my next least favorite episode might be um, Attack of the Mutant. It's between two episodes for me, and one of them is Attack of the Mutant. Okay. What's the other one? The other one is a Bad Hair Day. Okay, I agree. I I think Attack of the Mutant is worse for me because Bad Hair Day gave us that fucking jazzy like Goosebumps outro song. Remember how that got changed up yeah. for that episode for some reason? That was pretty cool, and it's got yeah, Colin Mockery. Weird, because yeah, Colin Mockery boosts it up. And you know what I think really pushes Bad Hair Day just a slight bit above Attack of the Mutant? It's a one-parter. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> true. It doesn't stretch a concept that's not that interesting into more than one part. Yep. Good point. But I will say, Adam Stretching? West as the Galloping Gazelle. <laughs> yeah. It's not Adam West's finest work, but... Man, I, I I love to watch that guy do his thing. Yeah, do anything. Yeah, he's it's good. He was uh something else. Agreed, agreed. Um, I God, the ending for Attack of the Mutant though, stretching like get fucked. <laughs> that that may be the worst moment of season two. <laughs> so stupid. Um, I do gotta say, Attack of the Mutant did give us the mom who was, like, reading steamy romance novels, and the dad that, like, was right out of the 50s. Um, those were kind of fun to watch. But we didn't get enough of that. Mostly we got just, like, pandering shots of walking in, like, boring sets. <laughs> you know, honestly, I liked a lot of the parents in these episodes. I can think of a few episodes off the top of my head where, like, the parents were my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Mutant was definitely one of them. Yeah, yeah. Bad Hair Day didn't even have parents, which was cool. Um, the the little sister was annoying as hell. The bunny sucked. The twist ending was okay, and then we had that nerd in the flamenco outfit. So, boo. <laughs> yeah, not a good episode, but not as bad as Tech the Mutant. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in the middle, but why don't we go to kind of like our favorite episodes? Okay. Let's say, what is your third favorite episode of season two? Uh, this is a toughie. I know I just... It's really hard, because the good episodes are good, the bad episodes are bad, and there's a lot in the middle. But, um... I'm going to say you only have to think of two of them, Cortland. I know, I know, that's true. Um, I gotta say, um, the Headless Ghost was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot... I feel like with... with uh, the Headless Ghost, there's a lot of lore behind it, which I appreciated. Um, there was a couple of ghost stories within ghost stories, and it all really paid off in the end. Um, kind of like the resolution overall is a little bit like, okay, so nothing ended up actually happening. But to the heroes that we got to watch, at least, we got to see kind of like a full story with them. Yeah. So, is that your third favorite? Um, fuck. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that Don't Wake Mummy just barely Mm -hmm. passes the Haunted Mask 2 for me. I like Haunted Mask 2 a lot. Um, I just like those characters. I like Carly Bath. Oh, me too. Um, but Don't Wake Mummy was just a really solid mummy story and just 
very self-contained little a mummy's in the house and it gets up and walks around and they defeat it mm-hmm. and the mummy looked great and i gotta say it's probably my favorite mummy episode that we've done throughout goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark so of the three mm-hmm. it's your favorite it's a lot of mummy stories <laughs> that that is and uh i liked the little mummy movie within the mummy episode we're obsessed with things inside of things what the fuck is wrong with us <laughs> <laughs> more like onions layers <gasps> wow that's how we're so cool rachel that's why we're so cool <laughs> uh yeah i like that episode a lot oh there's some good calling all creeps was just so good to um be careful what you wish for that's an episode that ranks up there to me with like vacant lot and even a little bit of final wish although bobcat like come on now um but clarissa was so fun as a villain kind of her twitching her fingers and just being like a weirdo was fun to watch judith was amazing samantha was amazing like uh it's such a hard episode to pretty much everyone's amazing the problem with be careful what you what you wish for is that we watched it so early in the season yeah it uh set the bar a little bit too high it took Mm -hmm. a while for anything to pass it yeah. But that's why it's my second favorite episode of oh, the season. Oh shit! Okay. Be careful what you wish for. It's good, good. Do you episode. remember that scene where everyone was flies? <laughs> she <laughs> just ran around town, and there were just flies on steering wheels and in buses. Yeah, I love talking about that scene. Like the idea that they all become human, and like half of them are fucking in the atmosphere, like <laughs> dropping to one another death, or squished together in cars and stuff. Um. I love that. I love that when she was, like, walking around, she was, like, trying not to step on the flies and stuff. Like, it was really good. Yeah. Fantastic episode. So, Cortland. Uh, number one. We're, we're at the the big enchilada now. The, yeah. The big award. The best episode of season two. I don't think it's a, That's a not a surprise. surprise. No. Cortland, what is the best episode? The best episode of season two is Welcome to Dead House. <gasps> right a two-parter has taken the crown as the best episode for the first time in our lives Brandon. i'm shocked <laughs> i'm shocked the Ooh. acting was su- sublime the mm-hmm. villains were great love zombies zombies are my favorite villain uh i don't know if i call them a villain just misguided monsters i mean they're just hungry i love that one guy who was like all right bear shut the fuck up i'm hungry i want my num nums right now <laughs> Yeah, he he just he just wanted to eat. That's the only thing that he cared great. about. I just love it. Mayor, shut up. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I want my zombie num-nums. <laughs> People busting out of the walls all over the place. Mm-hmm. There was Amazing. I think it was well-paced. I mean, there was some slower parts, but they kind of like were fine for me. Um, I didn't have a lot that I... I can't really complain about anything about the episode. I think it was really good. It was supposed to be made into a movie that was going to be written and directed by um, one of my favorite guys, George Romero. Uh, but I guess it just never happened, which I wish it would have because that would have been really cool. But I like what we got. Yeah. Fantastic episode. The best episode of season two. Yeah. Whew. Wow. That was fun. I love talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That works well for a podcast, I think. Yeah. I always tell people at work, because all I do is talk at work, and then all I do on my off time is talk. So, all I fucking do is talk, you guys. I just talk, 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 talk. 
and it yes. works. Made it work finally after three fucking years. <laughs> um, well, shit, Brandon. Well, that's season two. What the hell are we that, gonna do next? That is season two. Well, guess what? This might shock you to find out. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> You're lame. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, but we are going to move on to season three. Yay. Ooh, I gotta see. Hold on. How many episodes does season three have? Oh, you don't want to know. I do. I need to know. Because I don't okay. even know. I'm sure there's going to be an ample amount of two-parters. Uh, let's see here. 22 episodes, but I don't know how many of those. There's a fucking three-parter in this season. <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh well, boy we're gonna be in yeah. season three forever <laughs> <laughs> not as long as season two but still pretty damn long okay all right well what's the first um, episode okay so the first episode <laughs> Cortland, is called a shocker on shock street Interesting. I just gotta let you know, you guys, my son just started playing the VR in the background, so if you can hear him screaming. He's having fun, I promise. He's having a blast. He's having a good time. He's playing Gorilla Tag. A shocker on Shock Street, you say? Yes. Ooh. So, this is the episode with the giant fucking praying mantis on it. Hell yeah, it is. I, uh, I'm not gonna lie, Brandon, I'm pretty sure I read at least a little bit of this book, but I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I mean, how could you not read it? It's a praying mantises, first of all, one of the coolest fucking insects. Okay. Definitely. So immediately I was drawn to this. Um, color wise, it is a nice gray with like a yellow background. The actual picture itself is, of course, this giant praying mantis. It's making its way downtown. Uh, could be walking fast. It's smashing stuff and it's homebound. So. Uh, it's a silver praying mantis. I think praying mantises are usually green, but that's fine. Uh, it's on Shock Street. I think it may be the Shocker. Not sure. Uh, tagline. It's a real dead end. Well, actually on the cover, it looks like that road keeps going. So <laughs> so false advertising right away. Yeah. Uh, the houses don't, don't really look to scale compared to that car, but that's fine. Super exciting cover. I don't know... I guess there's going to be a giant praying mantis. Maybe it ate some monster blood, perhaps? Ooh, a crossover. I don't think that's what it is. Giant oh, bugs, well, though. Shucks. Pretty sweet. Yeah, so what do you think happens? Where did this giant bug come from? I think it escaped from a laboratory, and it made its way to Shock Street, and the kids are like, holy shit, it's shocking me. And, uh... They have to run under its legs. Crushing <laughs> <laughs> shit. Okay. So maybe we'll get a scene where they have to run under its legs. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, that's next week. All right. When we start season three. We're actually over halfway done now because, spoilers, mm-hmm. but season four is pretty short. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. I said something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find out about that later. <laughs> so, like, these two seasons combined are, like, only a little bit longer than season two was. Interesting. We're going to have to get on, uh, figure out. So, well, we can talk about this later, but shit, artwork for season three. <laughs> it's not going to last very long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. I got to go. Lance is getting in trouble. <laughs> all right. I think that that's it for this episode. Uh, 
Join us next week for our start of Season 3. I have been up all night. I'll talk to you next week, Cortland. Talk to you next week. Bye, Bye. everyone.